0: this will not be edited to take snippets out of context but i believe everybody will benefit from hearing all of the conversation learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you welcome to the guide to your psychopath this week since i've been having trouble finding people that don't want to catch covid or just unwilling to talk, uh, we're going to do some more on myself. And we're going to do a little bit more about taboo. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, different, sex, different stuff, uh, sections of my life that uh, seem a little bit more taboo than others and uh, some people aren't willing to talk about. So I'm going to really talk about uh, my way of thinking uh, and where it comes from um uh, yeah so you know i think uh what's really taboo to a lot of people is uh my sexuality uh sexual nature right uh a lot of people don't realize what uh what sets them off or you know what uh, turns them on or what uh, does all these things but you know if you if you really look at Ah uh, your past and what influenced you in the past that you can really figure out why you like a certain person or why you like why you do the things you do uh for me it was uh because of the fact that uh, a long time ago i uh I grew up with uh ever since I was really young my I would say I was in uh, elementary school. It was either second or third grade. Um, I remember that uh, my mom had left her uh, second husband or her her husband, uh, my stepfather, and uh, she had moved in with a woman. And to me, you know, I didn't, really didn't know uh, why, uh, you know, what the difference was, you know, I, you know, didn't really think about, uh, her moving in with a woman, but I've ever since then, I've lived with my mom being, um, homosexual. And, uh, to me, it didn't, it didn't bother me. You know, I, I realized, uh, early on, you know, that she was in this relationship with a woman and, um, was, I was kind of indifferent. Uh, I had seen her, uh, be abused by men. So I was kind of glad that, uh, she was with somebody that, you know, wasn't going to hurt her. And so, uh, for me that, uh, I, I've grown up with people being homosexual. Uh, but for me, it didn't, uh, influence me too much or, you know, it didn't influence me. And so I grew up with, you know, uh, growing up in the eighties, you know, everything was uh macho man and, you know, uh, accentuating women and this and that. Right. You know, I, my, one of my first, uh, you know, just encounters with, you know, uh, a woman, a girl, uh, I remember that I was with, uh, another girl and another boy and we were, uh, talking, you know, just talking about toys and stuff. And I remember I had mentioned something about, uh, my peepee. And she was... The girl had said that uh, she doesn't have that. And I was like dumbfounded. I was like, what? You don't have one of those? And she was like, no. And so I was confused. I was looking at the other boy. I'm like, uh, do you have a pee-pee? And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, well, what does it look like? And so we... <laughs> we were playing that game uh i'll show me mine and i'll show me yours and i'll show you mine and to me that was just like i was i was dumbfounded I i didn't know really didn't know what a a woman was supposed to look like and i saw her and i was like wow that was that's fascinating you know ever since then, I was you know dumbfounded we you know i didn't really you know didn't really know why, but it just fascinated me that the human body was just different, and so ever since then I've been kind of infatuated with uh the human body more so to the fact that i I kind of study that whenever I have a little time, I kind of study that uh you know to study the human bodies and the internals and stuff like that and so i know a little bit more than uh most but or more than a lot of just or, uh, more than some people do but yeah and so i was kind of a, kind of one of those things where i did get infatuated with other girls and stuff like that and so Ever since I looked at uh girls in a different way. And one of the things, like in uh elementary school, I uh saw a um, one of my I think she was one of my classmates, and she was always dressed up in these furly uh dresses and stuff like that, and I um she always had her hair you know, in curls, and she always had like a ribbon in her hair, and she, she was always like clean and stuff like that. And I remember talking to her, and whenever I t- would talk to her, I was kind of like, oh, "Wow, this this girl is beautiful. This this little girl, she's wow. Like I, I was amazed that that she was talking to me and that uh, I could get her attention." And uh, so, you know, that just started off, started me off on that path. And um, so, you know, later on in life, I was um, uh, just held uh, women in like, uh, to me, women were on a pedestal. Like ever since uh, I found out, you know, that their bodies were different and, you know, they could be so beautiful. I just held them uh, on a pedestal. And, you know, growing up with, uh, you know, I would bounce around from family member to family member. uh, I kind of didn't have that structure where I had the attention of my mom or my dad. And uh, so I kind of felt lonely uh, growing up. And so anytime, uh, like in junior high, uh, I would get any kind of attention from any girl I was just like dumbfounded and wondered why they would talk to me and I was just like kind of shy and just didn't didn't really know how to act and even with uh, my first girlfriend uh, being in junior high I was just like amazed yeah we were boyfriend and girlfriend and uh, we uh, I tried to I didn't know how to kiss anybody I didn't know how to how to hold hands. I didn't know how to hide my erection when I was talking to her, or hold her hand or anything. And so I was just kind of like, wow, everything was was learning everything from like not not being taught from anybody. And you know, uh, and so I would I I always remember uh, that first porno I seen when I was a little kid. You know that uh, blonde bimbo who was uh, uh, in a porno scene, obviously, but, uh, yeah. And so I kind of associate that. And, uh, my first girlfriend was a blind, a white girl. And, uh, and that's, that's how I started that off. Um, but, you know, moving on, uh, I would, you know, we, I, we broke up cause we were going into different high schools and, Uh, when I was going into high school, uh, the second, uh, girl that I kind of, uh, not, I was infatuated with, but, uh, I started noticing more and I started paying more attention to, and she was, uh, she looked like, uh, to me, she reminded me of that little girl in elementary school with all the frilly dresses and stuff like that, so, uh, I started talking to her more and started trying to date her, and she was, she was interested in me, and she would uh, talk to me and stuff, and so we started kind of hanging out and uh, started dating, but like I was still unaware of how to really treat a girl and how to, uh, what to do with her and do whatever, and so like I was real awkward with her, and this was the ninth grade. Uh, I would. Uh, like I always want to be around her and never want to just go home or do anything. And just, it's just real awkward. And so I didn't, uh, I kind of messed that up and she just kind of got sick of me. Uh, just, I guess, paying too much attention to her, doing whatever, right. Uh, not acting like a man, uh, just acting like a dumbfounded fool. And so, uh, that didn't last long, but, uh, I remember uh, when that was going on. I would talk to some of my uncles about it, and my uncles would <laughs> kind of let me know that I was screwing things up. And uh, even uh, my best friend, he would tell me, "Hey, uh, yeah, you're 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 kind of screwing this up, and uh, you need to do this. You need to act this way." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so that uh, later on, you know, I like I said, I bounced around. From family members so when I got into 10th grade I went to a completely different school high school in in a different city and so I started kind of finding myself um and started not womanizing but I was trying to be a fool right my all my older cousins they were all uh like GQ uh always had different girls all over them and I I was kind of idolizing them because I was hanging around them a little bit more than I would hang out with, uh, you know, guys my own age. And so they were kind of teaching me the ropes and I was kind of, uh, trying to be a player, I guess, but, uh, it really didn't, wasn't like that. <laughs> I was just trying to, uh, attract the right women. But, uh, to me, I grew up around hood rats. And so, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, that's the kind of girl I was attracted to. But, and I was hanging around with them and trying to get more sexual exploration with them and stuff like that. But um, I remember meeting this girl and she was uh, not a hood rat. She was more of a classy type uh, Mexican, Mexican woman. And uh, she started paying me attention and I started getting attracted to her and we were, uh, we were paying attention to each other, but then, like, I would, but then she would give off that hard-to-get vibe and I really didn't understand the way that went and I was getting frustrated, so I, I pay attention to other women and, and then finally somebody, uh, Somebody told uh, the girl that I was really interested in that. Uh, sh- that uh, I was trying to be with other girls, and she kind of confronted me about it. And so I told her, you know, Hey, you know, you're not you're you're doing this, this, and this, and that's just it. Just sounds like you don't want to uh, date. And she finally said, Yes, I do want to date you, but you need to stop seeing other girls. So I'm like, oh, okay, and so. I started dating this girl for a long time, my 10th and 11th grade year. And I really did fall in love with her. She was a beautiful person, uh, not just uh, on the outside. And she was beautiful on the inside. And she would uh, just keep me grounded uh, the way she would make me feel when I was around her, and she wasn't, you know, she wasn't a real skinny girl, she had curves on her, and so that, I, I, I thought that was, that was my kind of woman, you know, a woman with curves, and she was paying attention to me, and, you know, making me feel good, making me feel like a man, and, uh, so, uh, I started, uh, growing older, and, uh, figuring out that, Uh, you know, I, you know, if I, I can be with more than one woman. And so I kind of, we started going out with my older cousins and she kind of got pissed off at that. And, uh, she didn't like that about me. And I, we got into this big argument and I was like, you know what, screw this. You know, there are plenty of other women around and then I fucked it up. I just broke up with her, which, you know, I shouldn't have, um, Yeah, but, uh, so we broke up, and, uh, my senior year, uh, I was trying to pay attention to other women, (laughs) and, uh, so I graduated high school, and, uh, and then I started going out to the nightclubs and doing all that dumb stuff, uh, uh, and then, uh, I met this, uh, girl while, or this hood rat, while I was, uh, Uh, trying to get into the Marine Corps at the same time. And uh, so I had, uh, I was going out partying all the time and uh, getting ready, trying to get ready to go into the Marine Corps and uh, started seeing this girl more often than not. And uh, so she kind of got me hooked a little bit uh, with her because she was paying attention to me. And uh, so... We I ended up going into boot camp and I you know I didn't I I finally realized what uh, that this girl wasn't really good for me, but when I got out of boot camp, uh I spent some time with her again and uh she ended up being pregnant with my first son. And so I uh, got stationed overseas, and I didn't really see my son, but was trying to hold on to this, this relationship, and it wasn't working out because she was pissing me off, and so we ended up just not being together, but I got to go see life. I got to go out with the Marine Corps, and Uh, yes, I was seeing other women. I was out there doing all kinds of stuff, uh, different countries, uh, was finding myself and not being a playboy, but just out there having fun with women, paying attention to them. Uh, they were, some of them were giving me what I needed, you know, some attention and uh, I figured out that, uh, yeah, that I was, uh, I loved it. I loved it when women would uh would pay attention to me. I loved it when they would uh, be interested in me and I loved it that they would uh want to hang around and and do stuff and they would we'd go out and go dancing or do whatever and uh I did figure out that um I think since uh uh I did uh was attracted to thicker women uh, and so yeah i knew i understood what i liked and i understood that uh, that you know i wasn't really interested in uh s- women that were fake you know i wasn't interested that in women who were trying to be something that they're not i just wanted to to go out and have fun i don't have to deal with any of the drama And so, you know, being in the Marine Corps, I was always traveling, doing different stuff. So I didn't really uh, set any roots anywhere. Um, And plus trying to see my son on weekends. And, you know, I just wasn't into a relationship until uh, I was kind of getting sick and tired of the scene. You know, I was getting a little bit older, you know, 20-something. And uh, I was... Uh, trying to figure out how I was going to get out of the Marine Corps because I wasn't uh, going to stay in. So they were, they started processing me out and uh, started trying to live my life uh, outside and find a job and do all that stuff. And uh, somebody introduced me to this beautiful woman who... I had ethics and was a higher class than I was because me, I grew up in the ghetto and that's all I was, you know, I was seeing a lot of people from the ghetto except for my girlfriend in high school. But uh, yeah, and so this girl, she reminded me that, you know, I don't have to be ghetto trash and I don't have to surround myself with ghetto trash. I uh, I can still get all the, attention that i want not from fake women but from a beautiful woman that's gonna love me for me and uh it's gonna appreciate everything that i do and uh i think that's what i was longing for uh so when i met this beautiful woman she was playing hard to get and (laughs) she uh I started, you know, just talking to her more. And I started figuring out that, yes, women love to be talked to. And she wasn't, you know, she she didn't, uh, she wasn't the type of person that would fall for any guy. So after talking with her and taking her out and conversation after conversation, we, we finally got uh, more serious and we started dating. And, you know, she knew I had a son, but, you know uh she would help me out with him every once in a while and, uh so we uh got serious and uh you know we we uh got engaged and we did uh, and then she is she did become my wife and uh she is the woman that I'm with now um you know throughout my whole experience, you know you look back and you try to see. You know why did I make these decisions, right? Well, you know, I uh, like I said, you know, I bounced around from family member to family member, so that just uh, that just kept me going in the wrong places at the wrong times. And but uh, I I did get lucky with my wife, and uh, she has stabilized me for for the most part. You know, she. You know I am a human. I do make mistakes, but uh, she keeps me grounded, and uh, we do live uh, our lives uh, here at the house with our two boys and my older son, he's uh, the one from the previous relationship he's living his life and hopefully he with his uh, wife and he's got one child on the way and he uh, he has a baby girl right now, too, so he's gonna have his second on the way uh, so you know for the for to really think about how I grew up and how I didn't screw up that bad but i i I did have uh people that did look out for me uh people to teach me certain certain things that I needed to be taught uh like I said, you know for my girlfriend my first girlfriend that I ever had, I I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to, how to treat a woman, but I, I still treat women to this day. I still put them on a pedestal and I still treat them better than, uh, than I see a lot of people treating their wives. Uh, You know, you think about it, there are a lot of people that are divorced. Uh, There are uh, people on their second and third marriages and, it's just uh crazy you know i uh i know that i've i've had uh a lot of experiences with other women and um i look around and i and i seem to think that you know everybody in this world has their problems women guys whoever whoever you you're looking for it's it's everybody has their problems um and I, I'm not one without problems. I have my own problems, uh, but uh, to find a person whose problems you can deal with and who can, um, who can, you know, kind of settle you down and kind of figure things out with you, I think that's when you have somebody like that. That's that's what's gonna make you succeed uh, in your marriage because marriage is. Uh, I've been married now for uh fourteen going on fifteen years this coming august and uh you know if if you think about it uh we've gone through some really hard times and uh we've gone through some you know some times where we're really happy together and you know when we've been apart for uh for years at a time, you know, only seeing each other for a couple times a year, or whatever it is, uh, we uh, we seem to think if we we can communicate and we can talk things out, and realize that the that person that's in front of you that you love her or you love them and they love you, and you can work things out, then that that's what's going to uh, help you out. I just don't understand how uh, people seem to think that dominating over somebody is what's good for the relationship. You know, if you look at, uh, you know, if you try to solve any problem, right, you need to first get down to the root cause of the problem in order for you to solve it. You can't be like these politicians that, you know, say, well you know, just the side effects of these problems is what needs to be handled. No, it's not, you don't want to solve the side effects, you want to solve the problem itself. And if you look at uh, the person you love, like somebody who is your equal and somebody that you love and adore, how can you ever dominate over them? That's, that's nothing that uh humankind period should be thinking about you know when you you growing up together you know you really you really need to be considerate of that other person's feelings um not just your own you know this uh uh, my my wife you know i've been you know abused as a child and i can't just take out my anger uh because that's what all I've learned when I was a, when I was a kid. You know, I can't take that on on her. I can't, I can't, uh, you know, pull her by her hair and throw her to the room and throw her around the room. That's that's not the right way to treat anybody. Uh, whether you're with a man or whether you're with a woman, that's just it's not the way to be. I want our relationship to be. Like I said, more of a... I'm her equal and she's my equal. Even though I grew up ghetto as fuck. Even though my wife grew up classy. You know, with... uh, uh, Her parents are still together. And her... You know, all of her uh, aunts and uncles who showed her how to be uh, the person who she is. They were all still together, right? She grew up classy Mexican. And I'm a ghetto hood rat. Uh, But that's you know it's it seems to be that you know we can uh we can bring different perspectives on one problem and we can talk about it and we can solve whatever it is that we're trying to do and yes we do go through rough times and she does get frustrated with me and I get frustrated with her but we you know if we can communicate and talk about things it's it's just not not going to uh, lead down the wrong path. You know, it's it's easy to lose your temper. It's easy to uh, just be on your own and just say, fuck it, i just get divorced and I don't have to worry about anybody else. It's the easy part. The hard part is trying to make the relationship work. I want to show my sons what I didn't have Uh, You know, as a little kid, you know, I see, you know, I try not to, I try not to get into uh, heated verbal altercations with my wife, but it has happened. It's happened where we've, we've just kind of just gotten each other's faces and we're yelling at each other and it's not solving anything. And the thing that hurts me is when we've done that, sometimes. Our, our sons have seen it. You know, they've, they've ran into the kitchen and tried to, like, get in the middle of both of us and to see their, the horrific look on their faces when that's happened is just, it's not good. It's just, it makes me feel like a horrible person when, to see that look on their face because I've protected my sons from a lot of things i've 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 tried to keep them secluded from horrible things in this lifetime and there is horrible things out there that people are wanting to do the to kids and so i you know i've kept them from all of that and for me to be the problem for me to be the horror the horror that is uh that the kids see that's that just makes me feel really sad. And I you know, I come to realize that um uh, even though I I I don't I don't uh want to give in to my wife when she's wrong or I want to stand my ground in this and that. I need to realize that communication and I've, I keep saying this over and over again, communication, communication. That's that's the only way we're going to um, solve the root causes of these problems. Uh, a lot of times we're just stressed out and we need somebody to vent to. And so I need to, so when you realize that your spouse, whoever it is, is, is venting and, and, uh you need to realize that maybe they just need a uh uh somebody to listen to them maybe they just need them to somebody to draw all that anxiety out of them yes my wife is more an anxio- anxious person than most but um when i can draw out what her feelings and i can draw out her emotions and she uh can talk to me and and starts Doing all that stuff And uh, it's It seems to me That I can uh, Just Make her feel Happier Because She is letting that Anxiety out She's not keeping it bottled Bottled up That does kill you When you Bottle up All your emotions And you don't let Yourself feel Or you don't let yourself Get angry Or whatever that does uh kill you inside it it literally ages you it it just it shuts your body down you start getting sick and you start doing all kinds of stuff which is why i really love doing this podcast because you know i you know for the longest time since i was abused as a child or you know since i didn't think that i got uh the normal attention that any child would get from whoever, um, I think that me coming out with my emotions now, and being able to talk to you guys, being able to to show you how I feel, it does it does make me feel better. It does. I do want to talk to different people. I do want to you know figure out how to, how things work. And I am a very mechanical person. (laughs) And one thing that I I know I do need to... uh, I do need to uh, realize or I do need to work on is being more romantic. Uh, But I am... uh, I know that uh, me being romantic... uh, The way I show my romance is like I'll make something for my wife. uh, Some kind of wood, something... Uh, But I'll help her do things or I'll do the dishes or whatever. That's, I guess that's my way of being romantic to my wife. Um, But that's not going to be, uh, uh, that's not going to be enough. I know I have to work on being more romantic and more kind. uh, Figuring out that my wife needs more more from me than just helping her out. You know, she likes to be she likes to feel special she likes to feel like she is wanted she's needed uh which she is definitely needed uh not just romantic wise but i need her uh to show me that attention because that that's what makes me feel better um yeah so you know i i just seem to think that um you know i i want to set the the better example uh i never i never told my older son but my two my two youngest uh i have been doing a lot better job uh i do i do wish for the best of my oldest son and uh you know i i want him to know and understand because he didn't grow up in a normal mom and dad home and do whatever um and I seem to think that he treats it's it looks like he treats his his wife better, you know, even though he's still young uh but you know, I never knew how to do that. I never was taught that you know i was I was always out <laughs> going to the like the nightclubs and just finding the the hood rats at the nightclub or whatever. Um, yeah, that's just not the way to be, uh, but yeah, so, you know, my wife, even though she is, I seem to think she is the opposite of me, uh, cause she's a Democrat. I lean more towards, uh, being a Republican, uh, even though I, I tell everybody, uh, that my political ways are, uh, veteran. I'm a veteran. You want to know my, uh, my, pol- uh, uh, my political stance I'm a veteran that's that's what I am but there I seem to think that I'm more of a republican than than a democrat but uh yeah she she is more of a democrat than anything else and she has uh more human kindness and she and more you know she looks at humanity a different way than I do uh I seem to think that since I had to work for everything that I have I can't uh support I'm not going to support somebody that uh is not going to help me support them you know I can't just give you everything that I I have you have to help me help you you know you have to meet me halfway and you know I see sometimes that uh that my wife looks at me and she was like "Why do you do that uh i I've, I've seen some hor- horrific things and I've seen people uh just abuse the system you know uh men women whatever uh they seem to uh I've seen some people just not put any f- uh any effort in what they're doing and they expect everything to be done for them and I'm I'm just not that type of way. I'm very mechanical, like I said, and uh, I love tinkering with things. And so I'm always working on something or I'm always remodeling the house or I do uh, work on my own cars and uh, I do all of that. And uh, my wife wants me to have a different opinion when I work or when I look at different people, you know, she expects more of me she expects me to be the bigger person and and somebody is in need to to help them out or even if they're not in need if they even if they're just asking you know like the panhandlers that you know you see some of these people that on the side of the freeways and they're uh, they ask for change and then once they're done asking for change they uh they go back to the parking lot where they park their car and they're driving off in the newest F one fifty or a BMW or something and that's what pisses me off. But my wife says, you know, if you if you just give a little something to somebody else, it's not for them. It's for you. You being uh kinder to humans is for you to make yourself feel better. This is for you to make uh you to know and understand that this uh you are nicer to people. And so I'm starting to realize that now and I don't I don't want to give in to her <laughs> but uh, uh I, I know and understand that she is she is kinda of right. Uh we do need to help people out but uh we ourselves you know aren't in the best place to be helping everybody out but we are we are making it and we are raising our kids to know and understand that they uh, can have uh can be uh better humans by helping other people out also and so we do try to teach them a little bit something like that uh but you know when you talk about uh just different things you know you talk about uh you know even politics like uh, i'm not a trump supporter by any means but i seem to think that uh trump was a better uh choice than uh H- hillary clinton or whatever uh even sleepy joe biden <laughs> um now, I know that Kamala Harris is uh, somebody to be revered because she has worked all her life uh, in the things that she has done. But I seem to think that uh, some of the things that she has done as a district attorney is not uh, <laughs> not very favorable, uh, even to minorities and stuff like that. Some of the stuff that she's done to them is, is kind of crazy. Uh, but my wife, you know, seems to think that uh, they they were the better than Trump. But you know, I would like to see somebody else, <laughs> other than Trump, someone other than Sleepy Joe Biden, because uh, <laughs> I seem to think that uh, I don't think that uh, Joe Biden's gonna stay in office for too long. But uh, that's my my tangent. Uh, I'm gonna get off the soapbox. You know, you, you just look at the different, different things that uh, my wife and I uh, don't agree on. Uh, we do agree on that. I, I try to help out. Uh, I am trying to help people out more often these days than I have in the past, and my wife seems to think that that was because of uh, my career paths. Uh, I was in a a career for 13 years where all I saw was the scourge of society you know I was dealing with 100% of the people that I was dealing with on a day to day basis was you know criminals and um, I knew that anytime they talked to me or I knew that most of the time that all they wanted was to get something from me that they didn't have coming to them but uh, you know, for the most part, that she seems. My wife seems to think that that has made me a grumpier person, or I lost my my faith in humanity. But um, I I am now no longer in that prof- profession. I now do. Uh, I am uh, a great lover in aviation. I I love aviation. You know, helicopters and aircraft and different stuff like that it's just amazing to me and i think that is that i'm so amazed by that because i do love tinkering with stuff i do love uh building things and uh working on stuff and stuff like that so uh aviation is is one of my loves of this world and for me to get back into it i think is helping me out it's helping me be uh, a better person because i do love what i do I go to work every day, and I and I'm happy. I go to work every day, and I'm glad to be there. Um, I have uh, a crew that I'm working with, and they uh, are awesome. You know, if I ever need to vent, if I ever need to talk to somebody about something, I know that they're there uh, for me to vent. And. They have come to me when they when they're angry, and I can sit there and I can, um, and I can uh, just listen to them and and try to help them vent their, their frustrations or solve whatever problems they're trying to they're you know trying to solve or talk to them about different options or whatever whatever needs to be done. You know, I have studied uh, people. That's one thing, you know, when growing up, you know, going all over the world, uh, even before that, even, like, moving around from different cities to different city, from family member to family member, I would see different people, and like I said, I was uh, infatuated with, you know, the human body, and so I would see different people, and I'd read how they're carrying themselves, or... I see how they are conducting themselves out in public or whatever and i just i would just just be in awe how you know one person is completely different from another and so i did i just i've learned from a lot of people even though they i never had any interaction from, with them I, I learned how they carry themselves and so, some of those guys or girls i you know, I I just pick up different things here and there and um, different experiences. Uh, I learned how, you know, to be kinder to people, and then I lost it, and then I learned it again. Um, yeah, so I would, you know, just, just keep, you know, nowadays I just, uh, even when we go out to the mall or, you know, go to whatever, We haven't been anywhere with the the last year, but um, we used to (laughs) uh, just watch people and just watch them walk around and just have different interactions with people or watch people, you know, how guys would interact with girls or, you know, how uh, kids would play in the playground or just different stuff like that. It just... (laughs) <laughs> my wife and I came up with this thing where we sit down like at a coffee house and watch different people go by and try to come up with their story or or this guy he's really trying to make himself feel better or he's a womanizer or this and that and blah 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 I don't know it's just it's pretty funny it's just a game that we play my wife and I play and uh yeah we've been my wife and I have been doing. Uh, a lot better lately, even though we've been, you know, not going out, but uh, we've been communicating and we've been talking things out. And so we haven't had any big uh, flare-ups and stuff like that, even though I, I still sometimes get frustrated with some things, but um, she gets frustrated with me. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we're still just... Uh, learning and keeping in mind that we do have to communicate. I want people to know and understand that even though they grew up in their situation that they grew up in, uh, they don't have to let that situation dictate their life. They don't have to let themselves just give in to whatever horrible things are going on in this world you know even if something goes on that's in a negative way and you're making you feel uh, a certain way you can take that and learn from it you know obviously you're going to take it with a grain of salt but you know you can learn you can learn okay so if i interact with this person and they don't and they're looking at me like I'm crazy maybe I can learn to interact with them in a different manner hey that's a, an idea right you know you you can you can come at it in so many ways you know you can interact with people in in, in just in a very positive or very negative way or you can do whatever you Whatever you want. But in the long run, if you do it in a positive way, you're going to make yourself feel better and along with making everybody else. You know, when you... I seem to think that when you, you make somebody else feel better, they'll help you feel better. They even start being nicer to you, no matter what the situation. If you get pulled over by a police officer, if you... Try To interact in a positive way With that police officer Even though he pulled you over In a negative manner, right? Because, you know He thinks you did something wrong Or whatever If you try to make it Spin it off in a positive way You, you can probably get Some kind of positivity Back from him Whatever it is Whatever you're dealing with You're going to the grocery store You're going wherever You know, I, like I said I've seen People out in public just treat other people horrible. Uh, A man dominating over a woman or a woman winging out on somebody, a guy and treating him like he's not shit. You know, it's not just guys dominating over women. It's women dominating over women. Or it's a woman dominating over a man. Or whatever it is. Uh, That first relationship I saw with my mom... With a woman, she, that other woman dominated over my mom, and that wasn't a good thing. And since my mom didn't like, you know, uh, holding her feelings, you know, she kind of got sick from that. She didn't want to cause any ruckus, she didn't want to cause anybody else any pain, but she just got sick from holding all that inside. I don't want that from people. You know, if we can live and, and treat each other better, we'll make this place a better, a, a better earth, a better, you know, city or whatever. You know, when, uh, uh, we recently moved from uh, living in the Inland Empire to moving up to the Central Valley. And uh, when we moved up here, I noticed a lot that people up here in the Central Valley treat each other better. You know, these people in the Central Valley, they they treat treat it like it's a small town and they're happy to see each other. And you know, I would go to the grocery store and people would say hi and how you doing and strangers would just talk to you just out of nowhere. And if you interact with them in a positive way and don't look at them like they're crazy, like they do in, in the Inland Empire, like they do in Los Angeles, you know, if you, if, if you spin it off in a positive way, it, it makes me feel better. I know that much. I know that, uh, you know, having a small-town feel to a, a community... That doesn't just come because there's not that many people in the community. That comes because of the the people in the community, the way they treat each other, the way they carry themselves out in town like they really care about their community. You can't walk around for everybody to be doing things for you and you not give back to the community. You can't walk around like you're king shit and just have everybody grovel at your feet. That's, that's not being the community. We need more people to be concerned about everybody else in the community than just themselves. You know, this, this can be a happy place. This can be a happy life. And I want this to be. And I really love it out here in the Central Valley. It's, it's just a completely different world up here. Not just for my kids, but for my wife, too. I want her to be happy with what she's doing and growing up and or growing growing her her plants and you know having her her chickens or whatever you know she she goes out and talks to some of the neighbors and stuff and man she has a great interaction with them it's awesome you know when when you try to be a positive way and to negative people, you know if that doesn't come back to you, yeah, you know you don't get as much satisfaction from it, but you know you're still you still feel better about yourself, and i I would just wanna end this on one one more thing, you know, I know. That everybody in this world has had some kind of horrible thing going on with in their past or in their present future, they think life is not fair and whatever. Yeah, life is not fair, but you know, when you take your experiences and you try to learn from it and try to be in a positive manner, that kind of just gives you character. That that gives you your personality. And if you can do that, if you can grow up and have a positive personality, I think will be you can you can feel better and you'll I know you can be healthier. You'll be definitely healthier. And so I'm going to end this now and uh, I'll see you guys next week or I'll see you guys in 2 weeks. Hopefully I can get somebody else to start talking about their or whatever, you know, hopefully uh, COVID restrictions will will stop, uh, <laughs> stop hoarding, keeping people in their houses and we can get out to start being in a community again. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they came up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe we can all learn from each other.